Welcome back to yet another installment of Q-Tips. It's the special feature from the Video Store Junkies where every single week we recommend you between six and eight special picks just for you. That's right, no one else, just for you. And this week, uh, well, we have four co-hosts, so we got a lot of picks to get to. And let's find out what you should be watching on your favorite streaming services for the weekend of April 1st, 2022. Uh, let's pass the mic over to Renee and find out what our first pick is. All right, you guys, I promised that I wouldn't give you any shark movies. So I'm really going to switch things up today. So I'm giving you something with a little bit more of a dramatic flair. So this, forgive me, it's not quite my, my wheelhouse, but bear with me here. Okay. So this first one, it's, it's very relationship centric. It's, um, it's essentially this wife and she's very neglected at home and she is basically just trying to find things that she can kind of fill this void with. And so she finds this thing and her husband is just like, he's totally just not into it. And the, it's sort of like the relationship just kind of like ends up in a billion pieces and it's just kind of a mess. Um, and, uh, it, it just kind of documents that, that journey, um, of what they go through. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, and this, this particular movie is available on Tubi, hmm. Arrow, and Night Flight. And that movie is Microwave Massacre! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pass this over to Paul. Yeah. How can I beat that? Yeah. You know, I think we're done. We're done here. <laughs> Don't you mean, how, how can I beat that? How can I beat that? <laughs> I guess we're done. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Zach, and I'm not gonna recommend movie. I'm gonna recommend a TV show, and it's uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Though it actually was a movie at one point. Um, it was a the uh, both of them. The premise is basically it's a um, it's a doc it's a mockumentary about a group home for vampires, and uh, the original was uh, 2014. And that's actually showing on, let me hold up, that's actually showing on Hoopla and Canopy and is well worth it. But you don't need to watch it to watch the series um, because it's a different group of vampires. Uh, and it is, um, like I said, it's sort of done that with that mockumentary style. Um, it was uh, created by uh, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, who were in the original movie. And uh, so it follows this group of vampires. It's, it's a comedy. Um, it follows Nandor the Relentless, who was a once a ruler of a of a kingdom in Persia. It follows uh, Nadja, who was a I guess a, a Greek Romani, and uh, her husband uh, Laszlo Cravensworth. Um, and then you've got uh, Colin Robinson, who is a different kind of vampire that I don't want to spoil, like the first episode where you find out about him. And you've got Nandor's poor, put upon, familiar Guillermo. And it is, it's just, you'd sit there and you go, well, how can this thing sustain, I think, was it three seasons right now that they're up to? Um, yeah, three seasons they've completed. It, they managed to do it. Um, it's really funny. It's got some amazing cameos. You do want to watch it from the very beginning. There isn't necessarily an overall story arc, but the characters do change. There are situations that come up later that are directly related to earlier episodes. Very funny stuff. Each episode's only 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and just really 
it, it is a blast. It is really fun. So that's what we do in the shadows. Oh, I need to tell you where it's playing. It's playing on Hulu. Um, hmm. So, Bill, Great you haven't watched you. Oh, I was gonna say you. Oh, were, oh I'm, like I'm, you hadn't I'm watched obsessed it. with. Oh no, no, I'm. Oh, totally good, good. Okay, it. I was like, I was like, Bill Mulligan, you have to have watched this. Okay, good. Well, then yeah. I will pass it directly to you, Bill. What have you? Oh, got? well, uh, <laughs> I've always been a big fan of. Yeah. You know, okay. Listen. I'm not crazy or stupid like people, you know, they're not playing Tchaikovsky or something because, you know, current modern Russians are invading Ukraine. So we're going to cancel composers who died like a hundred years ago. I don't know if that's true, but, but they're dead. They had nothing to do with this. It's stupid. <laughs> I love Russian fantasy films uh, that were made while, you know, while the commies were still in charge and you had to kind of do stuff. To, you couldn't get away with anything. Um, and one of the best of them was, um, Alexander Pushko. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. It's P-T-U-S-H-K-O. I'm guessing the T is silent because otherwise it'd be Patushko and you'd be spitting saliva out of your mouth. But he did a, a whole bunch of these really, really great fantasy films. Um, you know, just take place in this magic land. All, amazing in-camera special effects. They're fake, but it's a fantasy film. It's like fake in the same way that The Wizard of Oz is fake. What the hell do you want? Badly dubbed in America, um, they would change things around, and and, and so you kind of get what you, what you, you pay for. And I really kind of wish he'd done this film. I'm talking, of course, available on Netflix, Trek, which is uh, about a, it takes place in another magical land, and it has this green ogre that you know the kids love him. <laughs> I think it's a little sketchy. There's a talking donkey, um, which is you know played by Eddie Murphy. And are you guys uh, fucking yeah. with me this week? <laughs> Hmm? What? What do you mean? And I throw this to Zach. Oh, thanks, Bill. Um, sure. That's a that was a great intro. I like that. Oh, uh, so I'm actually gonna mix things up a little bit. I am not gonna recommend a children's film. I'm gonna recommend a film that is definitely not for children because it is a horror film with some pretty graphic content. And I kind of wanted to talk about the one of the reasons I like this film. I think you know there are like a million ways that you can slice and dice. The horror genre. I mean, you have at this point, mm. you know, you have people talking about uh, uh, kind of niche. Well, I guess not really niche stuff, but there's like folk horror and there's uh, suburban horror and there's urban horror and there's rural, rural horror. There's all kinds of different horror. So I want to talk about one, you know, a lot of the kind of classic horror films. You have stuff like, I don't know, The Exorcist and uh, The Omen, which is kind of about like well-to-do families. I wanted to talk about a movie I, I think I don't know if this is actually a term that people have used before me and I'm gonna kind of coin it right now but uh, I'm gonna talk about some working class horror and the film I'm talking about is probably one of the best portrayals of a just a working class guy kind of going off the deep end that I've ever seen on film and that is uh, of course uh, Jackie Vernon as Donald in 1983's Microwave Massacre, <laughs> currently playing on Tubi, Night Fright, and Night Flight, excuse me, and the Arrow Player. I don't want to spoil too much, but give it a go if you like graphic, spooky, scary horror, and uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. So, that being said, I'm going to pass this over to <laughs> Renee for her second pick. <laughs> That's crazy that we've uh... <laughs> the same recommendation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but don't worry, because I actually got something different for you guys. Okay. Uh -huh. Ah, Jesus. Uh -huh. Um, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm knocking things over. It doesn't have to feature a five foot three martial arts uh, expert. Oh my it? gosh. Oh, I really. Oh. Bernie, 
just took my recommendation. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. So this is this. So I wanted to capture like a relationship. So I'm capturing a different relationship, but this time it's from like the opposite point. Okay. So this is, I don't know exactly. I'm not really good with like eras and like what time this was set in. Um, but it's it was sort of essentially an arranged marriage. It was it not officially, but it was very heavily implied that it was sort of an arranged marriage. Um, but you know, instead of this, the, and the guy, you know, he really and it's no spoilers. Don't worry. Like the guy totally ends up falling in love with this woman, but she's just like not. You know, and a lot of times, like it happens in arranged marriages, she's just not really vibing the situation, and it's kind of just goes the journey of like what he does to try to win her over and then what she does really to just kind of avoid what they've got um you know just just essentially avoiding him overall so it's it just kind of really is his just big emotional journey and you know the the arc and all that very um I don't know what they call it um you know edit that part out okay so anyway, <laughs> you know, you know that thing where it's like coming of age kind of a situation. So anyway, this movie is available on Netflix and Roku, and that movie is Shrek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? One of life's kooky mysteries that we both picked uh-huh. the same film. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pass this over <laughs> to Paul. Yeah, I'm going to wait for what the next one's going to be. Uh, gee, is, is, is it because there's something special this weekend? I think so. Though none of my picks actually do. See, the, 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 the trick with mine is I'm playing it straight. So, yeah. so to speak. That's a big prank. So to speak. My, uh, my next recommendation is by, uh, again, by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. This is their series, Our Flag Means Death, on HBO Max. It is a pirate series. It is uh, takes place in the golden age of piracy, and it is a comedy series. Again, it's about 25, 30 minutes long each. There's 10 episodes right now in a first season. And it is about uh, um, Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate, and he's, hmm. he's a fuck-up. He's a fuck-up. Yeah. He's a rich yeah. aristocrat who buys, who, who basically buys a pirate ship and a crew and is, is a fuck-up. And it goes on from there. Um couple things it's actually based on a real guy steed bonnet really was a gentleman pirate he was a contemporary and actually friend of blackbeard and the series is an absolute hoot it's the first episode's a little slow um but then it gets really funny but then it also goes where you're not expecting it to go and but it makes perfect sense i mean it, it flows mm. naturally to that direction and then it goes beyond that and becomes some, and goes elsewhere as well and uh, it ends on, I wouldn't necessarily say a cliffhanger because you generally know where most of the characters are, but it definitely ends where you're like, fuck, you better have another season. Um, and it's got, it's got a, a lot of comedy. It's got action. It's got romance. It's got intrigue. Um, lots of pirates. Lots of cameos again. A lot of folks that uh, show up that that show up from flight of the concords which was jermaine clement's earlier thing and show up in um show up in uh what we do in the shadows so that's that's uh um our flag means death it's only 10 episodes quick and easy watch um really good excellent stuff they sure as hell better do a second season and i'll pass this over to bill so what could you that. possibly what 
that just proves that every episode of the dollop should just be turned into a series. Because <laughs> I'm pretty did. sure they, I'm pretty sure they did him. Because um, I, I kind of remember that story, and it, it is funny, sad, predictably tragic. Um, well, but but yeah. the, the the show is. Have you seen it, Bill? I haven't, but I, now I definitely want to. It is. It is. It's. It's. It's more. So it's definitely more goofy comedy than. than, yeah, than right. anything, and they they I, you know it's it doesn't quite go where his true i mean the uh rise what's his name i can't remember who's playing him uh oh uh reese darby i believe reese darby yeah he he's he's 50 percent older than 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 the actual steed bond that ever made it in real life <laughs> so uh it's but it is it it is it, it's well worth a watch don't read anything else about it um, yeah and just just dive into it because it like i said it won't go where you think it does but what could you possibly have for us bill well uh, for this week in, in, in what has what had to be an april fool's joke of their own uh hearing that they were about to release a family film uh, about a uh, you know neglectful dad who is reincarnated as a happy snowman a bunch of indie filmmakers got together and made jack frost which is about a serial killer who is reincarnated as a rapist snowman. It's dreadful. And yet it has the exact same title and careless parents, no doubt rented this film and brought it home to their kids expecting to see a, a laugh riot with Michael Keaton and were traumatized for life. Um, and what they really should have done is, is gone back to the source the, for all this, which would have been, of course, Frosty the Snowman, from you know Rankin Bass's Frosty the Snowman plays every year until the heat death of the universe and was voiced by Jackie Vernon. And if you like Jackie Vernon, you really should see his one great foray into horror movies, which is Microwave Massacre. And really, this is casting against type because he was a funny guy with sort of a hangdog attitude. Not really the first one I'd think of when I'm making a movie. And yet, strangely enough, it works. And you kind of wish that they'd made a whole series of that, gotten Ed McMahon and, and you know, a few others, just kept making horror movies with these guys that were, you know, the Sullivan show was off the air now. They needed, needed some cash. And um, yeah, it's a, just a fun little frolic film. Watch it. Have a good time. And I throw this to uh, Zach. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I think this is our, our final pick for the weekend, in fact. So I'm going to kick it off with a little piece of trivia that uh, I actually just recently found out. Ooh. Did you guys know? Yeah, I know. I love trivia. I love sharing trivia. So did you guys know that there is a film which is ostensibly actually set in the Die Hard universe, but is not titled Die Hard? Oh, yes, I do, but I cannot oh. remember which film yeah. it is. Well, that's fine, because I'm about to tell you. So, oh, yeah, I, thought this I was pretty can't cool. wait to hear. Uh, yeah, I had I had never heard this before. But uh, so the actress Mary Ellen Trainer played a, uh, a reporter named Gail Wallens in the Die Hard series. And this is kind of what connects these films, because she also played that same character in the 1991 film Ricochet. And this is a film, it's kind of a cat and mouse game between Denzel Washington <laughs> is a cop who puts a... Uh, puts a guy away, and uh, let's just say that he's not too happy. I mean, it's got Denzel, it's got Kevin Pollock, it's got Ice T. This film is directed by Russell Mulcahy, who uh, did the <laughs> original uh, Highlander. It's written by Stephen E. Souza, who wrote Die Hard and Commando and The Running Man. I mean, it's got it's got all these great elements to it. Unfortunately, that's not the movie I'm going to recommend because it's actually not. <laughs> it's not a really great movie. It's it's kind of a it's definitely kind of a B thriller from the early 90s. I was actually very disappointed by it. Um, however, I was not disappointed by the performance of the lead villain, 
uh, who was played by Mr. John Lithgow. And I started thinking, man, John Lithgow, he should really play more villains. I mean, he's played kind of the whole gamut. I think he's played, you know, a lot of uh, kind of kind fatherly figures. If you remember him mm-hmm. from the 90s, you know, he was in Third Rock from the Sun. You know, obviously he's yeah. done a lot of comedy. Dexter. Dexter, yeah, uh-huh. yeah which, yeah. which mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I believe he is family a Family guy. But... No, he's but a family yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, I started thinking, like, okay, what's <clears throat> what's another film? Is there any other film of John Lithgow as the villain that I can recommend? And I landed on a classic. I don't know how many people have seen this one, but uh, because he actually do- doesn't appear in person. This is a, a voice that he does. Um, but I'm talking about 2001's Shrek. It's a delightful romp through the swamps of a magical wonderland. It also stars a little guy named Michael Myers, or excuse me, Mike Miles Myers. You may have heard of not Michael Myers. That would be a pretty Mm. funny crossover, though. And this one is playing on Netflix and Roku. So go check it out if you like John Lithgow or if you just like fantasy films. It's a good good fun for the whole Mm. family. I'll do that. Yeah, you should. Um, I think that about wraps it up. Does anyone have any final recommendations for the weekend of April 1st, 2022, before we sign off? Uh, I'm just disappointed you didn't work in uh, any any Cynthia Rothrock into this. <laughs> hey, hey, you, we, we, we expected you <laughs> to, to give us a Rock, Rothrock right. double feature. Okay, so you failed us, buddy. Yeah, right. yeah, sorry. And now I'm, now I'm trying to see is like, shit, is Ilya Morimeth st- streaming somewhere? And I'm like, damn it. Because I was like, I was buying into Bill to- whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seriously uh, was expecting a Cynthia Rothrock double feature. Yeah. Nope, nope, well, yeah, nope. April 1st comes almost every year, so. What? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Is that what that's coming? <laughs> well, uh, Paul, do I you figured any... I'd surprise you by just, you know, playing it actually straight with it. So. Oh, well, yeah. It's <laughs> all we, part we, of the plan. We have been pranked. Plan. We have been pranked much more than you have then in that case. Uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul, do you have any songs to sing us out on? I actually do, but it's a shame because, you know, this one sets up perfectly for something else. But um, I actually did. I had the theme from What We Do in the Shadows. But, you know. Yeah, oh, that's away. a great song. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Come on. Yeah. Stay dead, stay dead. It's a great tune. Yeah. I actually, well, I actually didn't realize it. how old it was. I didn't, oh, it's, it's, it's archaic. And she's also really got like a... Six... She... Yeah, yeah, she was the some 60s. strange little folk rock person. She made another one, like My Cat's Name is Dog or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's the album, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then oh, she I... actually died in 2019. Um, yeah. So, that oh. Norma Tanega. So, well, on that happy note. Yeah, take us out. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, you're just going to you're just gonna dub in Smash Mouth anyway. I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Oh, it's Smash Mouth. <laughs> wait, wait, is, is, that, is Smash Mouth, is, all, is that song All-Star, is that from uh, Microwave Massacre? Yes, it is. And little did you know. And actually, did you know that okay. Jackie, Ver- Jackie Vernon was actually the lead singer to Smash Mouth uh, originally? He was oh, the really? original singer, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't have enough energy. He was like, hey, <laughs> now, you're an all star. I'm joking to death. Someone I'm start singing something. Okay. We gotta go. Uh, I, I can't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, Paul. Sing, sing All Star as Jackie Vernon. Go. Oh, oh, oh God, God, I can't remember. Goes. Uh, hey, now, I can't do it. I can't. Somebody once <laughs> told me. Happy birthday. Hey, now, you're an All Star. Get game on. Go play. Hey, hey, now, you're an All Star. Get your game on. Oh. Go play. All that glitters is, is gold. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh God, no! It's as much as I can do. Oh boy! All right! Oh boy! <laughs> well, I accurate. So, somebody once told me uh, the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> and as always, here are all of the movies that we recommended for the weekend of April first, twenty twenty-two. Paul recommended. What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show, not the movie, although he also likes the movie, which is currently playing on Hulu, and Our Flag Means Death, which is currently streaming on HBO Max. Renee recommended Microwave Massacre, which is currently available on Tubi, Night Flight, and the Arrow Player, and Shrek, which is currently playing on Netflix and the Roku channel. Bill recommended Microwave Massacre, which is currently available on Tubi, Night Flight, and the Arrow Player, and Shrek which is currently playing on Netflix and the Roku channel. And finally, I recommended the double feature of Microwave Massacre, which is playing on Tubi, Night Flight, and the Arrow Player, and Shrek, which is currently available on Netflix and the Roku channel. Shrek.